0: Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 427 being recorded on November 30th, 2016. I'm Ryan Shrout. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Josh Walrus. And I'm Alan Mamatona. It's uh, December, guys. If you're watching this, not live. You just said... It's December. Okay. Yeah, we're recording it on on the 11th hour... No, I guess technically... It's not the 11th hour. It is. Yeah, we're in the 11th hour of this day. Okay. Right? I guess. Because the 12th hour is from 11 to 12. Oh. Zero to one is the first hour. One Somebody's to two is the not second not using hour. military time.
1: That, what you, they yeah, you're right. That will be the
0: 23rd hour. Yeah, they hours. don't use
1: that crap in them yeah. military.
0: But there, there was a PC game called the 11th hour, right? And I'm yes. pretty sure they weren't talking about 11 a.m. to noon. Sequel to the seventh guest. So, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure... That's uh I'm covered here. Uh so December's almost here which means the year's almost over which means I don't know.
2: We we have to get our Christmas holiday gift guide together.
0: We do need to do that. No. We need mm-hmm. to recommend uh things for people to purchase. Ryan and I were talking oh, earlier about how
3: this year, right?
0: What is? What?
3: All oh. We can recommend coal. I mean, it's really
0: hot oh, this coal, year, and all the kids oh. want it.
1: I wasn't getting the C the first couple of times. I wasn't
0: either. I just heard oil, and I thought he had uh, so like, some country accent, and he was... kind of Canadian crappy guy Got going on up there? oil lamp. <laughs> Earl. Earl. <laughs> <laughs> Warsh. Uh, <laughs> so, if, I don't know. The 2016 went by exceedingly quickly. And crappily. Uh, for the most part, I would agree with that yeah. sentiment. Yeah, yeah it was pretty sentiment. crappy. Uh, but... It's not crappy in the world of hardware, so let's talk about it, I guess. Uh, First things first, uh, we do record the show on Wednesday nights, most of the time, uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific at pcpar.com slash live. If you go there, you can see the embed of our live stream. There's a chat. You can talk with us. Uh, If you get there early enough, you can talk crap about me before the show starts. It's totally fine. Everybody's allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) if you need a gentle reminder about that, say, oh, Wednesdays are really busy for you, and you're forgetful about logging into the stream, you can go to slash subscribe. You get this little page right here, uh, where we ask for your name and your email address. We'll send you a, a notification, you know, an hour before, two hours before, whatever it was, uh, today, uh, about the live stream. And we, you know, like last week, it was important because we let people know in the morning that we were going to do the podcast on, or on Tuesday night instead of Wednesday night, uh, because of the holiday. And so with all, all the holidays coming up in this month, as well as CES coming up, uh, all that will be jumbled around. So if you want to know what our schedule is, you can either check the right-hand side of the website where we'll – it will attempt to have a schedule listed there. Although, to be fair, at CES, that schedule is never accurate. You just need to wait for the emails Um do that. So, again, pcper.com slash subscribe. Get that. Fill that out. Uh, be part of that notification list and we'll go forward Uh, with you from there. And then obviously we have our Patreon campaign continuing to run. Uh, Patreon.com slash PCPer. It will have almost been a year. It will have almost been a year because we recorded the footage at CES 2016. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't remember exactly when we launched it. It was probably in February sometime,
1: right? Yeah. It's a little bit after CES.
0: Yeah. Um, But it is uh, up and running here. You can see this is your way to kind of contribute on a recurring monthly basis. uh, You know, anywhere from you know a dollar to three dollars, five, ten, twenty, thirty dollars. Uh, if you think the content we create is useful and interesting, if you like our podcast, if you think the personalities we have are, are, are what you want to see some more of, um, that is if you want to see me goal. in a
3: bikini, then that's gonna cost you.
0: Oof, god, if you
3: don't want to see him in a bikini, that's even more.
0: <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah, I would pay a lot for that one. It's but if I pay into the Patreon, it's kind of counterproductive because all they do is take their five percent out of it. And we we not... did we
1: did witness Josh in that tub at CES. I
0: did. Luckily he was fully clothed underneath the bathrobe. Yeah. He told me at least.
1: That's what he
2: said. But I was thinking this year I could at least get a good wax job.
0: I would appreciate it. I mean if we're gonna go, let's let's go all out. Um <laughs> and as always is the case. Uh, if you contribute, if you become a new patron, or you increase your uh, contribution during the show, I will read your name out during uh, the event, like we are doing right now for Cody Boudreau, who edited their pledge from 5.99 to 10.99. Ooh! Slapping an extra five bucks a month on there, and we greatly appreciate that, uh, Cody, and anybody else that does the same. As long as my phone doesn't die, we should be good to go. I guess I have other ways to get email. Too. Um, speaking of stuff you can win, we didn't talk about that yet. But we, do ha- we do have a contest going for a Corsair power supply. This one's pretty pretty interesting. So it's a special edition uh, white Corsair RM1000i power supply. So it's a 1,000-watt power supply. They're only making 100 of these power supplies. Wow. And uh, it's got uh, you know white paint job on it, white LEDs in the fans. Uh, the cabling is white. As well, uh, this is in celebration of their 10 years making power supply and 10 millionth sold power supply. Uh, it's interesting how those line up. Mm. Yeah, coincidence. <laughs> I would, I would assume. So, if you go to the the main page at pcper.com scroll down a little bit, you'll see a post with a bright white Corsair power supply in it with the title "Win a White Special Edition Corsair." rm1000i power supply and uh we'll have one to give away one of only 100 individually numbered i haven't gotten these in yet i want to see how they're numbered is it just like a sharpie on the bottom (laughs) right or is there like some kind of plaque to uh commemorate it if you will so inspected by number 37 yeah Yeah, individually sleeved white cables as well. Mm -hmm. Only 100 PSUs will be built, giving enthusiasts a chance to own a peak. If you you win this, you kind of have to buy or build an all-white case and system to go with it, right? Like you've got to get the white, you know, whatever Corsair case, because at least then you'll know the paint will match perfectly or should or be as close as possible. Uh, And then you get – who makes? Uh, MSI Crate. Yeah, Asus has one that was a um, saber-tooth. It's also a special edition. Though. It was okay. white, yeah, it was, wasn't it? There's like one black cable. Oh, is there? <laughs> in the way, there's like that's the, the USB cable. That's it. Oh, yeah. No, it's still, okay. yeah. It's, Couldn't yeah, find I, some white green, USB cables, just, yo. That's paint your mod. It. Paint it. You'll be done. Okay. Uh, white graphics card, all that type of stuff, and then I, I, I don't know. I think that would be really cool. Make sure you don't get one of those cases that hides the power supply behind a shroud. Yeah. Right. That would kind of defeat the purpose. Mm-hmm. I guess a, a little bit. So uh, thanks to Coursera for that. All right, let's get into our content for the week. Uh, first up is a video and kind of short story I did uh, called an upgrade story. It sounds very dramatic. It's like a Christmas story. It is like a, I- I thought that one out because the first story we did was called An Upgrade. This was part two. And I, and I was like, eh, this sounds like it should be something more meaningful. Like we go out into the community and find somebody who games on an awful piece of crap system. They can't afford a new one and we, and we, we buy them a new rig. Uh, maybe we, we revamp the naming scheme for that. for now what this is is uh, basically the idea that we did almost two and a half years ago I guess it was where can you take an off-the-shelf OEM PC – Put in an inexpensive graphics card in it, and make it a gaming PC. And the and the uh, these are the two machines I went to Best Buy and bought. There's an ASUS uh, M32CD uh, model that has a Core i7 6700 processor in it, so a quad core hyperthreaded part. And then the one on the right is a Dell Inspiron 3650 uh, that has a Core i3 6100. Uh, the ASUS here this the full specs listed right here. Um, the ASUS machine is about 749 pretty expensive for kind of an off the shelf pc with no discrete graphics card but again you're getting a core i7 6700 cpu which is what 320 bucks or something like that yeah three hundred dollars or so 12
3: gigs of ddr4 adds up to
0: yeah 12 gigs of memory you've got a one terabyte a hybrid drive in it so it's ones with an eight gig sshd SS, sshd in there yeah uh no was 180
3: say it again jeremy about 180 bucks for Windows 10?
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah so it's, I mean, it adds up. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little bit pricey. For, it's probably one of the more expensive off-the-shelf PCs you could buy at Best Buy that isn't branded a gaming PC. Um, only had a 350-watt power supply, and that's important. We'll talk about it in a second. And then the Dell machine, Core i3-6100, 8 gigs of RAM, a standard 1-terabyte hard drive, uh, and only a uh, 240-watt power supply. And I do need to make that correction of this table. This is Intel HD Graphics 530 integrated graphics, not 520. Uh, My mistake there. So that's like about a $400 machine on the Dell. And the idea is if you look at a graphics card uh, like the newly launched GTX 1050, 1050 Ti um, from NVIDIA and all their partners, they're small and compact. And they also don't require any external power. You can see right here that there is no six-pin, even though there's the the headers for it, um, the – uh, what do you call those solder points for it? There is no six-pin power connector. This is completely bus powered, um, which means the TDP of the card is seventy-five watts. It's going to generally run pretty far below that. And even a system like this Dell that has a two hundred and forty-watt power supply, which is kind of crazy to think about, um, had no problems running this running this graphics card. It, you know, I went through like real quick. Actually, I like this Dell machines installation method the way it kind of opens up like a, like a, a book clamshell. Yeah. It, yeah. The it, whole thing just open it, like hmm. take well, the they've front been doing it Go They've ahead, been Jen. doing
3: that for so long. They, they've almost perfected it. Yeah.
0: It was so great. A like, couple of years it was iffy, but they've gotten much better.
1: Yeah, It's just designed for me, the quickest swap of stuff possible.
0: Yeah. And, and it, like my worry would have been, Oh my gosh, these cables are going to pinch or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. And it, it just didn't have any of those types of issues. And the ASUS machine is a more traditional side panel, uh, kind of removal there. And, the, and so the idea was, was pretty simple of this. You have these systems. Either it's one you already own or you have a, you, you know, your mom and dad say they'll buy you a $400 or $500 computer. And then what do you spend your Christmas money on? What do you, you know, kind of invest in that's going to be the cheapest way to make it a reasonable gaming <laughs> yeah, machine?
1: Because you could actually play games on it. Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, throughout these, you know, see these benchmarks in these games, you'll see the blue lines are Intel integrated graphics and the green lines are with the GTX 1050 TI installed. And if you look at these numbers, there's not a small gap there. Uh, yeah, that's a, like a order of magnitude. Yeah. You go from 2,700 to 24,000. Yeah. Now, this is a score. It's a benchmark. <laughs> so so it's like not times like 10. you're, you're not, uh, you know. Gaming in 3D Mark Skydiver necessarily, uh, and then like something like Firestrike wouldn't even run on the Core i3 6100. It would not complete. Uh, and you got you know you're getting about 7.7x improvement on the ASUS machine that has the Core i7 processor in it. So these are these are big differences um, when you look at Dirt Rally, for example. Uh, and these I, I want to say like from the setting standpoint, I went with 1080p because that is the resolution that the majority of people's monitors are. Uh, and if you're hooking up to a TV, even like a small TV in your room, chances are they're 1080p at this point. And then I went with on these games, modern-ish games, but not like super brand new games, right? Yeah. We're not talking about Battlefield One. We're not talking about uh, uh, Titanfall Two or something like that. These are games that you would expect. Maybe inter- some people might think, "Hey, integrated graphics are up to the point." I think you even said this when we were doing this, having this discussion. Like, "Oh, I thought integrated graphics had gotten better, they were better than that." That they could. Play these games. Yeah. And you look at Dirt Rally, uh, 1080p, low preset. The Core i7 was able to get over 30 frames per second, uh, which is probably playable, kind of. But I think, Josh, you would agree for like a racing game. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough to play at 30 30 frames per second. Whereas after you install that GTX 1050 Ti, you're up at 173 frames (laughs) per second.
1: Now, now you need a
0: new display to take advantage of that. Well, no, <laughs> like, like I mean, so you're looking at a difference of uh, what is that? That's like, six X or something yeah, like that. A you know, big five point six X. Now, obviously, you don't really want to run Dirt Rally at 173 frames per second. Um, what you want to do is take that extra horsepower and turn it into better image quality, right? And as I looked at it, uh, you could actually play Dirt Rally at the ultra quality preset. And still maintain sixty frames per second. Right? Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a huge difference in what your experience is, uh, both in terms of image quality and uh, frame rate. There and then rise of the Tomb Raider, same thing. This is the lowest preset available um, in the game settings, and you go from five point six to ninety five frames per second, and eleven to one hundred and six. Again, not small not small differences. And the same thing in Doom, uh, an OpenGL title, ten eighty p at its low preset, over hundred with a with a discrete card, and in like nine and fifteen. With the integrated graphics and the good thing is is because these systems have small power supplies and maybe questionable capability power supplies like I think we're past the days where power supplies are necessarily like crappy and'll catch on fire and they can't support the wattage they claim yeah right um, at least I hope we are uh, but even you know the two hundred and forty watt power supply with the core i three played games with the gtx 1050 50 ti with no issue and the reason is is you look at this like this is the asus system running doom 98 watts the whole system drew uh on integrated graphics you add in the uh, discrete card and you're up to about 145 to 150 and that's probably that's in much. the middle range of where you would expect it yeah. even if it scales all the way up if you add uh 75 watts to the 98 watts that we had before you're looking at 175 watts Kind of your maximum power draw out of that machine, well under the three hundred and fifty, well under the two hundred and forty watts of uh, of both rigs, and that's that 's that's kind of what 's important about here, obviously, you could put a ten sixty a ten seventy a ten eighty uh, a fury a an rx four eighty if you 're might- willing to invest in a power supply chain, yeah, yeah. which you know the Dell system probably doesn 't have the form factor to hold it. the ASUS might um, you could put any graphics card you want on this processor on this motherboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like what's the easiest way to do it and and what's kind of like an inexpensive way to do it. And then this this table kind of summarizes things pretty well in terms of this is your performance increase with the discrete card over uh, the integrated card. And the lowest difference is 5.1x, <laughs> the lowest change. And the highest one is 17 with the Dell machine, the Core i3 processor, Rise of the Tomb Raider is 17x faster with the 1050 Ti, then uh, uh, it's crazy. the integrated graphics. And uh, obviously, you, you, like I said, you translate that performance into higher image quality settings uh, where necessary to kind of keep yourself in that 60 frames per second uh, range. And it, it, what's impressive about that, and I think what makes the story compelling, is when we review a new video card, if it's 25% faster than its competition, if it's 50% faster than the previous generation at the same price we're, point. We're shocked. Yeah, that's like a big deal. That's like, man, the 1080 is great. It's 50% faster than the 980, or it's 70% faster than the 980. Now we're talking about 510 to 1700% faster than the previous setup you had. So, um, and and, and, you know, uh, we had a video of this on, on YouTube, and obviously people on Twitter were talking about it. And we've had several people say, this was a great idea. Like, I went out and did this for my dad's machine over Thanksgiving, and it's amazing. Yeah. Like now, now we can play games. Because the rest of the system of is pretty darn good.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not like that you you're in such a dire need of an update for that stuff right mm-hmm. out of the box. But the graphics is definitely a thing that. You know, on those systems, there just is none.
0: <laughs> I mean, even like the Core i3-6100, you could go lower end on the processor and still be fine, yeah. right? It's going to bottleneck it a little bit in different mm-hmm. areas, but still the primary bottleneck is on the GPU. I will say if, you're, if you plan on going out to Best Buy or Fry's, or whatever, to look for machines that are like super low cost that you can then put in a card like this, be wary of systems that do not have PCI Express slots, yeah, that is a thing. I made it a point to when I went to Best Buy, I took a screwdriver with me, and the salespeople <laughs> were not super excited about it. But I was like, I need to open this up and see if there's a PSA Express slot in it. And he was like, uh, I guess that's okay. Trust me. And I was just like, I, as I was saying it, <laughs> as he was you know, debating it, I was already unscrewing it, take the panel off and look, if I couldn't look through like air vents or something. Uh, and there were several systems that just didn't have, you know, Graphics slots on there, so that would be a disappointment. So make sure you're, you're paying attention to that. But I, I think, you know, this is something like uh, my nephew was building a system. But if my younger nephew got a computer from my mom's work, you know, that was like a hand me down type computer, and I say, okay, here's a hundred and thirty dollar ten fifty Ti, or you know, you could use a ten fifty, or you can use a four sixty, anything that doesn't require a six pin uh, power connector, and say, okay, you install this, install the driver. Do what you were going to do anyway, and your experience will be significantly better. I'd like to see. I, I bet a lot of people over Christmas go home where their dads or brothers or whoever is, uh, you know, they're 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 playing games on integrated graphics, and you feel bad for them. Yeah. You should do their their Christmas gift to them should be a hundred and twenty to hundred and thirty dollar video card that <laughs> solves all of those problems uh, without like a huge expense. So. I thought it was pretty interesting, and, and I, I think I say in the conclusion of this, it's, it's really useful for me, who I'm used to dealing with, okay, we're testing the HTC Vive, it's a $700, $800 set of hardware, mm-hmm. right, we're using 1080s and 1070s, and then we're, you know, surrounded by, you know, eight core, 16 thread processors every once in a while to kind of, like when we go to QuakeCon and you see some of the systems that people are actually gaming on, mm-hmm. and you go, oh, turns out. Not everybody a 980, all that. 980 ti 1080, yeah. right? And it's important to kind of look and see what that is. I'm going to do another story with one of these systems, probably the Asus one. Um, I know GeForce Experience has gotten a lot of flack recently for, for, for valid that. reasons. But I want to see, like, okay, I installed this card, and now I'm running 173 frames per second in Dirt Rally. What is would, what is would that GFE software do? smart enough to, like, get you into the right spot? Again, mm-hmm. talking to somebody, you know, talking in the idea of like okay this is something for your dad or your brother that maybe has no experience with game settings or right. something like that so could be interesting could be interesting um all right let's move on to a couple of other things real quick we'll talk about this sebastian caseman peak is that what we're gonna call him caseman no wait what was rodney's name josh 3d
2: game man 3d mm-hmm. game man okay
0: so we gotta think of something cool what's a good nickname for sebastian caseman Cas case man, case, case man? That's not as cool as Just I was. call saying. him the case. <laughs> Sebastian, the case peak. <laughs> Maybe. I think, I think he's getting a nervous tick every time like, I say, hey, Sebastian, I'm going to send you this got new this case, case review. And
1: he, he kind of like... Kind of like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay, as okay, Ryan. One eye starts s- to send, flicker. Send it over. Yeah. <laughs> I needed more insulation for my basement. Uh, this is the Fractal Design Define Mini C Micro ATX case. Uh, and it looks fairly familiar um, from the from the other fractal design points on this. Anybody, Jeremy, does anything stand out to you with this chassis in terms of either features or capabilities or design or styling?
3: Uh, I mean, overall, it's the, you'd recognize it in a millisecond who made this thing. Yeah. Uh, and it, it does look similar to a lot of the other ones that they've made recently, just a wee bit smaller. It does have something that will make you very happy at the very end of the front page.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, wait. Okay, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm excited now. What's that? You see that dust filter? (gasps) Ooh, it comes out the front of the case. It
3: comes out the front of the case. Somebody got smart. They're they're finally paying attention because (laughs) I'm totally in agreement that it's idiotic to have to haul everything out just to get at your dust filter. Yeah. When all you want to do is just get it out there. Vacuum out the dust filter. one on the top, Magnetic. So yep. pop her off, shake it off, pop it back on. You're laughing.
0: Very cool. Very cool.
3: Uh, overall, it, it was just impressive what he managed to squish in here. Because <laughs> uh, uh, to look at the test setup, I'm trying to remember what water coolers it was he stuck in there.
0: Looks like a lot of looks like some some sound dampening material on the yep. front panels and side panels as well. That's good. Yeah, no, no optical drives.
3: That's right off very easily. Yeah. Uh, well, there it is. Uh, he was doing the H100 GTX, and he could fit it in the front or the top. Hmm. I mean, there were millimeters of clearance on um, the GPU that he was using, but I believe that was a four eighty. Okay, so
0: there's a picture of it on the front of the case.
3: Yeah. Right? So as you can see, the video yeah. card is <laughs> close. Yeah, that's it's an R9 290x Double D. Yeah, that's so that's a long a video card. card. That's a
0: long video card. Yeah, and then up top it still fits in. Yeah, yeah.
1: who cares if it's a tight fit? As long as it gets in there. Yeah. Right.
3: Again, tight fit with your RAM, but it works. <laughs> and for the size of this case, that's pretty damn impressive. It's interesting.
0: I think. It's interesting. The cooler is actually not above. It's not. How do I say this? It's not above the motherboard. It's a damn it. It's like floating. It's on the same plane as it. Yeah. I don't know how it's to flush I don't know with how, it almost. Yeah, I don't know how to word that. Usually the, the water cooler On is, the same
3: plane. Yeah. is ab-
0: above it, right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. top of the motherboard doesn't overlap at all with, uh, with the cooler. Here it, it does overlap a little bit. So if you had tall dims, dims it might be a problem.
3: Yes, yeah. He, yeah. he did point out that his were regular size. Yeah. The other kind of interesting thing I thought with this is the uh, backplate for access for the, the mm-hmm. CPU, which you're looking at right now. Good timing. It, you look at the case and it's weird because instead of having just a big square cutout as you'd be used to so you can get at the mounting hardware, there's this metal piece in front of it.
0: That's cool.
3: This is for mounting your SSDs. Oh. You quickly unscrew one thing, pop it up, mount up to three SSDs, pop it back in.
0: So you're not wasting space when, Any space. when you aren't changing out your CPU yeah. thing, which probably most people may never do. Right. Or may never do with the motherboard in the case. And if you do,
1: who cares? You unscrew the one thumb screw there and the plate with the SSDs and the way it pops goes out. Yeah.
3: It just slides out.
0: Let, yeah. the, let the SSDs hang to the side a little bit off their static cables and power cables while yeah. you do whatever work you need to do. That's a really good idea. That's good you know, use yeah, of the I space. was
3: very impressed because I looked at it at first thing, going, what in the hell are you thinking?
0: Yeah. Why are you covering like, up oh. that slot, that gap? That's the whole point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that does make smart sense. To move. Yeah.
3: And overall, for performance, it came sort of smack dab in the middle for the CPU temps, but the GPU temps were a little bit warmer than anything else. Yeah. Then again, it's shoved into a rather small thing, so it ain't it going to keep up with like an Air 740 or one of the carbides. Noise levels, smack dab in the middle of the charts Yep. about what you would hope uh, when it's running at full. So it's really decent.
0: Where are we the add on cost was- on this.
3: Uh, it's like 86 bucks, 85 bucks.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: 84 99, which is for the windowed. I think you can get a non windowed for about uh seven or $8 cheaper. Hmm. So very decent price as well for what is usually a niche case. You have to spend a lot of extra money on.
0: Not too bad. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, and thank you, Sebastian, for the review again. I'm going to scroll back up the top so I can get the name correctly. That's the fractal design define Mini C.
3: All right. Does it have a Type-C port on it?
0: Uh,
1: is there such a thing as a mini Type-C?
3: No, <laughs> but it's the defined mini. I just kind of figured that. You it's think a, the no, C, it's, got, it's, a good it's question. got two 3.0s on the front, but they're not. not uh, Type-C is marketing opportunity. Well, no, you just have to buy a motherboard. Only the Type-C motherboards are compatible with this case. <laughs> you cannot fit any other motherboard in here. That, I still have a Type C port.
0: That would be a, that would be a bad case decision. It would Be a bad case purchasing decision or design decision. All right, and uh, also up uh, real quick, I'll mention Lee posted a review of the XFX TS series power supply. It's been a while since we've seen uh, an XFX power supply here on uh, on on the review test bed. Uh, for Lee here. So this is more of a budget line type of thing. It's a pretty small form factor design. It's not modular. You can see you got the big bundle of cables there. 550, 650, 750-watt options, you know, 80-plus gold. Uh, uh, you know, no... Nothing nothing really special standing out in just the general specifications. Uh, but it did seem to perform pretty well uh, throughout all of this testing. And we did test the 750-watt unit, of course. Um, and... Prices are right eighty nine dollars yeah. for the seven hundred and fifty watt unit. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good price for that. Obviously, you know, I, I always wonder how many people worry about the modularity of the cables versus having it all kind of bundled up. I know we were going through this issue recently where we have too many modular power supplies and we don't know where all the cables are for them, and you're trying to build something out for a specific project. Yeah, but. Turns out those. Uh, I don't think most people would have that. Turns problem. out those SATA power
1: cables actually have like, from power supply to power supply, may not the pins may not go to the same place, right. even though the the plug yeah. is physically the same. Uh, you know, yeah. be careful. I didn't fry anything because I haven't plugged anything into it yet. But I was looking at where the wires were going, and they were Again, clearly I different this, places.
0: I think this is. One of our problems that probably doesn't exist where they don't have so many power supplies laying around that they can't keep them organized. Yeah, but you very well, very well might lose the cables that you set true. off to the side. But. Yeah, we do have them all like in labeled bags. Like now, Ryan's
1: actually pretty good about that. Now,
0: we weren't before, yeah. which is part of the problem. But uh, I did get a gold award uh, from Lee. Excellent voltage regulation, very good efficiency, quiet operation, uh, single 12 volt output at 62 amps, um, four PCIe connectors. So even at you know, for a small-ish kind of like form factor-wise power supply, you can support up to four, up to two graphics cards uh, that require two pins on it. And it is based on the very popular and very um, well-known Seasonic S12G platform. Uh, and that's one of the reasons uh, it's it's up there in terms of its performance and specs as well as it is. A five-year warranty with it as well. So, again, 89 bucks, pretty hard to argue with that. And if you just need something basic, you can get the fifty. 550 watt unit for 69 dollars so worth taking a look at um no ads this week anybody else do you guys anybody have any ads josh you any plug. advertisements you need to plug um <clears throat> Astroglide. glide right Right. That, that was a poor decision on my part, really. To, <laughs> you really shouldn't have left that wide open to, for me. Uh, yeah. No, I blame oh, no. myself for this. This was my fault. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's jumping in from Astroglide into the news uh, about Zen leaks. So we're getting up close to the time period where we should know more about AMD Zen's processors. Yeah. Yeah. We don't officially. And I will tell you that I – can talk all about this because AMD has said nothing to me about Zen officially. We don't like even Under know Dargo. unofficially. Yeah, I don't, I don't like... know. I don't know if any of this is true or, or accurate or not. Um, but apparently, a spreadsheet leaked out listing. Uh, what did it list? Names, prices, core counts. Did it list clock speeds as well? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well. So, so we're looking at. What do you, first of all, if this is true, I have no idea if this is. Do you like the idea of the Zen SR7? Is that a name for a processor? I, I kind of don't think they'll keep the Zen. I mean, I guess they would. Well, they spend a lot of money designing a circle logo for yeah. Zen. Would they? Would they? Would they call it? Because Zen SR7 is an archi- seems Zen weird, is an but... architecture. Yeah. You, yeah, you shouldn't make it the name of
1: your processor.
0: Yeah,
1: right. That'd be like like order it, buying a Cavi Lake CPU.
0: I mean, like, what, with the name being? Kaby Lake. No, it'd be like calling it. Core, oh, hey, maybe we're yeah.
2: seeing a paradigm shift what? in
3: nomenclature
0: and synergy mm. and zen yeah. moments, if you will. So maybe they just call it the AMD SR7, AMD SR5, AMD SR3. I'm not oh. a big fan of special SR7 as a name, but I don't think that well, be it's probably going right. to have a different
3: right. actual brand. I don't know, it might bring the car enthusiasts in.
2: That's their, you know, that's their essentially black edition. Right. That supposedly the rumor is, uh, the special Zen is a uh, ones that have bend out a whole lot better, and they can go higher uh, in clock speed when overclocking on their you know higher end boards. Makes sense. Got yeah, no problem with that. So yeah, so uh, they'll they'll probably have a different uh, name instead of just special Zen.
0: Come, come see awesome. my special Zen, huh? <laughs> ah, I got the special Zen, just for you. Um, <clears throat> same low price. So uh, I will say, like on the pricing, the pricing source is what currency? It's in. Um, uh, is it Indian? No, uh, that's yuan, isn't it? Yuan. Is it okay? I can't. I can't. can't read it uh, from this distance. Um, but they show a quad core. A hexacore and an octa-core processor. So and then they have their own version, which I think the rumor now is, is going to be called Z-scaling instead of hyperthreading. It's Z-scaling, their multi uh, their SMT simultaneous multi-threading capability. So, you know, the OctoCore has 16 thread support. Um, and they so I think there's two important things. One is performance, or, or cl- not performance, clock speed, right? And the idea being that the special one um, would have a 3.2 gigahertz base and a 3.5 gigahertz boost clock speed. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Which is interesting because uh, if, again, all these are complete, this, this could all be completely wrong, guys. This is all rumors. I just want to reiterate that. Um, but when AMD at IDF showed Zen versus Broadwell E when they were doing their IPC comparison, mm-hmm. they were running it at 3 gigahertz. Okay. 2.8 I'm pretty sure it was, I thought just, it was 2.8. i pretty sure it's 3, whatever it is.
2: Okay. Well, anyway, but they match the clocks. Regardless, the they match the yeah.
0: clocks between the two, trying to show that IPC, that AMD had an advantage or was equal in IPC, Yep. Um, which was fantastic news. Now, the, the problem is… Uh,
1: kind of need to match the frequency.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you don't also match the frequency, <laughs> then you're going you're going to lose that argument. So that now the debate will be what what processor are they targeting against, right? And if you look at the pricing, uh like the quad core there is if if you believe this spreadsheet is going to be on the 150 range, the 6 core the 250 range, the 8 core in the $350 range, and then the sp- all reasonable. And then the special 8 core would be about 500. Right? Yeah. So, so it's the
3: an it, i3, i5, i7, and then an i7 Extreme the, Edition. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, like the SR7, 95 watt, 8 core 16 thread, $350 processor, would in theory go up against the Cabulake 7700K or the 6700K yeah. uh, Skylake part pretty much dollar for dollar. Those are quad core 8 thread parts. This is 8 core 16 thread parts. So, any threading app is going to be great. Yeah. Right? Even at lower frequency. Yeah. Even, still if, even, if, uh, even if Cabulate comes out at you know four point two gigahertz or whatever it yeah. is, uh and this processor can come out at what, three to three point two probably for the non-special version of it. Um threading-wise it should be really great. Now the question will be where is that single-threaded performance at? Where where are where is the performance in applications that are using two threads yeah. or three threads, a lower number of threads? Um, And I still think there's a lot of questions on whether or not that's a battle AMD is going to win with this. Mm -hmm. Um, So – Go
3: ahead. Their Cinebench 15 – or R15 scores on that.
0: Yes. Does their composite score include single-threading? No. There's two scores that it gives you. It gives you a single-threaded and a multi-threaded score. My guess is they're showing the multi-threaded score. Um, I mean, I mean, you could check. By the way it, it's scaling it works. I mean, if you look at, what is it, a 59, 30K? I mean, it
1: almost doubles from the, you know, uh, where'd it go? Yeah, where did it go? Uh, yeah, the number almost doubles when you go from the 4-core part to the 8-core part. So because
0: so. because they list uh, uh, scores, where's uh, Cine? The,
1: the scores inch. look like they're not the actual scores like they're just saying they're, they're just like, estimates yeah they're yeah. estimates they got question marks after them
0: yeah so uh they list here uh, a score of 1073 for a fifty nine thirty k and that's pretty much identical to this review that shows a multi-threaded cinebench r15 score of 1083 mm-hmm. right so we assume that's the multi-threaded result mm-hmm. so if, again if the prices and then these benchmark numbers in the spreadsheet are accurate then again like I said the multi-threaded capability will be great um, for for those parts um, I just I just I don't know it's also like there were a couple this is not the first set of leaks we've seen in the last month or so and the other ones were a little bit conflicting in terms of clock speeds like I think uh, uh, the other one showed it running at higher frequencies um, kind of out of the box it's dangerous for AMD at this point for this type of information to be circulating if it is overpromising.
1: You mean if the rumor is if the rumors
0: are overpromising on what performance and cost will be, yeah. And if you're AMD, you're probably a little bit nervous about that. They did announce a live stream on December thirteenth. Correct. Um, where they they specifically call out that going to be there's going to be information about Zen. Right.
1: It's coming soon.
0: Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, they, uh, I, and I wonder if that type of event was planned or if they're getting out ahead of it before CES to kind of
1: mm, because
2: of maybe stuff like help this.
0: balance some of this type of stuff out. I, I don't know. It's or cut-
2: maybe kind of cut some of their potential losses by getting some of the people in the crowd who would probably buy an Intel this right. holiday season. And say, hey, by the way, before you start spending your hard-earned DOSH.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Yes, because we assume Lake launches at CES. I don't know when it's going to be available. Um, Then, yes, you want – if you're AMD – Much like was the case when uh, they were doing RX 480 kind of buildup, Polaris buildup. Your whole goal at that point is to prevent people from buying your competitor's product. Mm -hmm. Just wait. Please wait. Wait, 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 wait until we have our product available and we can make the case for us. And then you get to make a decision on A versus B. But you don't want them to buy A before B is even on the shelf. right? And so that may be what part of the stream on the 13th is. And it may be kind of damage control on – uh, leaks and rumors and speculation. So I don't know. They may come out and give you. Here's all. The, we're, they're going to do a launch. They're going to talk about all the specs and prices. And this is going to be available January fifteenth or something. That would be amazing. Um, I don't know if that'll be the case. I, I kind of doubt it. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, I think the the latest rumor had it that um, their their low end well low end four core eight was was really quite similar in performance that they're saying to the 6700K. Okay. And so that that kind of gives you a baseline. I mean, if that's going to be the case, that's an awesome deal. You're oh, going yeah. to have a great gaming CPU and thread that, you know, $300 Intel products are going to give you.
0: And that's the thing. AMD doesn't have to win. They just need to be competitive. There are a ton of people out there that are just looking for another processor to buy. Mm-hmm. It could be that they're big AMD fans and they're tired of buying Intel processors. It could be that they want to support the little guy. It could be that I'm it could be they've been running on an eighty three fifty for four years. <laughs> you mean
2: a ten eighty t, or or the ten eighty or eleven hundred t? Yeah,
0: Athlon X six. That was no. the way to go.
2: No, that was the, well, that was the Phenom sorry. two. Oh, no, no, yeah, Phenom two X six.
0: AMD sixty four. It makes games better.
2: It did, back in 2004. It
0: really did. AMD 64 improves image quality of games. <laughs> I'll, ne- I'll never forget okay. that.
2: Okay, Far Cry.
0: I'll never, I'll never forget that. Oh, man, I hated that. Anyway, uh, speaking of processor leaks, we'll move on to the next story, Cabby Lake this time um oh I must, uh, there it is a uh, scott posted this up it is a kind of a short news post coverage of a, an article over at tom's hardware where they got a hold of a core i7 7700k 7, 7, mm-hmm. it's got all the markings on it that you would expect to see not even engineering sample uh it doesn't well in the 6700k's we got in for testing never labeled we never labeled engineering sample either so yeah. it might just be something they were changing um It is a four-core, eight-thread, 4.2 gigahertz base clock, 4.5 gigahertz boost clock. It's pretty good. Processor. Uh, They use a Z170 chipset motherboard, which uh, we've seen. We talked about all the UEFI BIOS releases that are updating motherboards to support Cabby Lake already, so we knew that was going to be the case. Yep. Um, And they were able to clock the CPU up to 4.8 gigahertz overclocking-wise, which is not great. And all indications that I'm hearing from other people – is that that is low? Yeah, is and there were there result.
1: were some uh, issues with the base clock on there. I think their board is not a very good overclocker. The board they the board to they used using. it on. Yeah, okay.
0: um, yeah. Uh, the sample had retail branding, uh, and you can go through and look look through some of the benchmarks. They are uh, exactly where you expect them to be. Cabby Lake from Skylake has zero IPC improvements. Yep. There is no instruction per clock improvement. Nope. If you're running both these processors at 4 gigahertz, they're going to run identically yep. and so benchmarks.
1: No, no extra cache, no nope. – uh, so The that. only
0: thing that changes are stuff that we talked about last week when I went over the mobile testing, which is like mm-hmm. HEVC, uh, 10-bit, 10, uh, 10-bit 10 decoding bit
1: code. 10-bit HDR decoding. Uh, yeah, that type yep. of
0: stuff, which uh, is still important to have. You would still want to have offloading of that on your desktop. That's a great feature to have. Yep. You know, VP9 decode, um, that's all great. But for just general performance, whether it be gaming, whether it be rendering, uh, yeah, it's not going to be faster. It's, gonna it's just going to be, gonna be clock speed faster. So uh, what is the 6700K? What's its, Is it uh, 3.5 to 4? Is that its clock speeds? I think so. I think that I think that's what it is. Yeah, it might hit four or three point four on, to three point eight, maybe even.
1: It, it might hit four point two on the boost on some of the models. Uh, no,
0: no, it is four point two. It's four point 4.0 to four point two. Yeah, yeah. So this is four point two to four point five. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. There's your performance. That delta is a performance increase. Like
1: yeah. that. That will give you an increase. But four hundred But you can get those megahertz.
0: other CPUs to four point
1: five. Like correct. You know, it's not a difficult overclock. Correct. Um. Yeah. So we still don't know like. You know, it's only one data point.
0: Correct. One processor. It's an it's it's an early processor. I would assume. It seems uh, probably it, came from a motherboard vendor. If they can only get that much more out of it, that seems like it, I
1: I don't see Intel shipping a CPU with a, that thin of a margin.
0: Only being able to overclock to four point eight. Yeah, because they typically uh, will yeah. be
1: more conservative on their margins, which would result in you being you having more overclocking headroom.
0: Yeah, I don't know, right? So the fourteen nanometer plus. Process technology, which again we talked about last week in the Kaby Lake, uh notebook performance story, I did. Yeah. Um, you don't know what they're they're tweaking it, but what are they tweaking it for? Are they tweaking it for the low power side or the high power side? They're able to get 400 megahertz more on the uh, notebook f- frequency side, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're about they're going to get about two to three hundred megahertz on the desktop side. Is that because the process was tweaked more for the low end than the high end? I don't know. I mean, Josh, that that's probably something they would be doing, right? Yes. <laughs> good, good. Riveting analysis there. I know.
2: <laughs> you know what? It, it's not entirely clear what Intel is doing with their 2nd their Gen 14 nanometer. I mean, they've talked about uh, increasing. You know, I, I kind of wonder if, if they're not doing a little bit what AMD had and probably Intel has been doing in the background and that they probably optimize the process for the batches that they're doing. So, hey, we're going to do a bunch of mobile things, and so we're going to kind of cut down a little bit more on the leakage. We're not going to have as much clock speed headroom. Hey, here are some desktop parts. uh we didn't do great in scaling in the first generation, but we can add some tricks and and, and other things here that that we can get uh even though it's going to consume more power, you're going to get more clock speed headroom. Does that make sense? Yes, okay
0: yeah, it does. And that seems like the reasonable direction. I, you know, well, I mean, we'll see very soon. I don't think nobody expected Cabulate to be this dramatic performance shift on the desktop side. Um, so this kind of confirms it, I guess, a little bit. It's still annoying. Tom server does this every time, don't they?
2: They somehow get a hold of stuff every every time, every time. Dirty
1: rotten rat. Usually uh, from vendors and.
0: Oh, I know. Intel is not sending them these processors. It's motherboard guys uh, 99% of the time. So look who Mm -hmm. has the first motherboard review up on the uh, Z270 chipset from Tom's Hardware. See what the first glowing motherboard review is on the Z270 chipset. And that will probably be a a reasonable guess about who – what vendor – Got the, got the favor uh, yeah. for that. Uh, all right, a couple of other news stories. Uh, not a whole lot this week. Um, Jeremy, I like this. Check out the twins.
3: You like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, hot swappable even. <laughs> you can just
1: pull one. Oh, man. oh yeah,
0: or both. Mm-hmm. If you want? So this is. But you'll have to go down then. A standard mm-hmm. ATX form factor, right? It is indeed. Okay.
3: <laughs> it's not even any longer than normal. Uh they've managed to squeeze these two five hundred watt uh eighty plus gold Kay. redundant power supplies into an ATX. VSU that's that's really factor. damn impressive. It's even it, smaller
1: it really is. it's even smaller than that form factor because they needed to leave extra room for the like bezel that kinda surrounds yeah. the back of that, yeah. the the power ATX power supply on most cases.
2: Well in the logic they <laughs> so you the wire there.
3: header in yeah. the back part mm-hmm. that yep. they both plug into. Yep. So, yeah, because you've got to be able to do failover, which these do. Do
0: you if, can you do you get five hundred watts only out of it when they're both running, or can you get a thousand watts I out of it? I think they're each five hundred. I know they're each no, five hundred. You're,
2: you're only gonna get five hundred. It's, okay. it's 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 oh. like a dual any kind of dual backup S- power world. supply. You're not gonna get yeah. double. You're not gonna say, hey, this is a thousand watt. No, it's okay. it's gonna be it's gonna be five hundred.
0: I didn't know if that would be possible. Like you could run it a thousand, and if one of them fails, wait, it would do they drop. do another? I'm sure
1: your computer would love that. Is there another model? that's
0: If you're running full load at the time,
1: yes. But oh, there's another model that goes seven hundred.
3: Right. Yes. Am
1: I reading that correct? Oh, so there's a seven
3: hundred. Yes, this okay. is the lower power one. There's also a seven hundred dollar one. There's a seven hundred watt one, which is five hundred dollars. Close enough. This one's four hundred.
0: <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty
3: steep. It it's is steep. It is. That's it's server watts. level stuff, though. How loud do you think
0: those are? That's a good question. Um, Small power. At
2: five hundred watts and that efficient? Uh, I don't know, hmm. man.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, who was it? it could, I, mean, I, was I guess, I guess the fan could be in the enclosure. Really, it's in the. It'll be there'd be a fan it's, in it's, each of the units. Is there one in each oh, unit? Yeah. Okay. And it's probably yeah, no, here's, the, yeah.
0: here's the enclosure and there's nothing. Yeah.
1: It's probably like uh, forty, 40 millimeter, yeah. <sighs> probably forty
0: millimeter fans have gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. Dual ball yeah. bearing
1: fan forty mil. Yeah. Needs yeah. ball bearing when it's spinning three hundred thousand RPM.
3: <laughs> well, because they've borrowed from the server room and everything in the body server room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And those are always really quiet. Fans. I mean they're they're probably throttled for you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So does anybody want to put this in their system?
3: I would put that in I mean, a system. I mean, if you're on like a file server or something, it might be worth it. For, yeah.
0: I mean, the premium, you know, isn't
3: too, too bad. But
0: the, 700 watts for 500 bucks? The thing you have to realize is most of the... you probably get the 500 at that point. Yeah. But most of the yeah.
1: reason that you use something with redundant power supplies is not so much the power supplies failing as the power source going down. So like we had two separate power feeds...
0: So, you would have each power supply plugged into a different circuit. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Like, you'll have your backup power, and that will go to, uh, you know, the right side of every unit uh, in, in, a, in a chassis, right? Or in a rack. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, it does protect you from a power supply failure, but like any home user, they're going to have both of those just plugged into the Did same power Do these switch strip.
0: over quick enough that your system doesn't?
1: It's instant. They're both in parallel all the time.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Zero down Yeah. If one drops out, The other one just picks up. So, are you operating
0: both of these at at matched capacity the whole time? No, they would both be like throttled, or just like okay. So, if you're using 200 watts, each of them is supplying about 100. Yeah, but as soon as one of them would die, it's going to draw the rest from. Okay, gotcha.
1: It's it's most likely that's how it's set up. Just regular like load balancing. Yeah, Uh, and
3: it comes with some nice SFP Guardian software, which will track a lot of the power draw, the efficiency. Over a thirty day period, so it's also mm-hmm. if you're sort of curious what your power looks like, huh. this is gonna tell you.
0: Dozen SATA connectors. There's your file yeah. server. Usually power <laughs> looks like
3: a really nasty blue arc
2: that's bright, makes a loud sound, and it hurts. Yeah, yes. that's
0: bad. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do
2: Just, that. This is I, don't the need, software I don't need word. no software to tell me that.
1: <laughs> I've actually had a, a blue fireball come out the back of a PC power supply once. That's not good. That's because I kept using it after my water cooling leaked all over it. Mm, that was stupid. Yeah, yeah,
0: that'll happen. All right, uh, next story. Rumor is Microsoft is working on x86 emulation for ARM 64. Didn't we see this already? Like, isn't this a thing that already it's happened? like what, red <laughs>
2: something. <laughs> I love the red image project. that
3: he has in there. Media Center still dead, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just adding insult to injury. <laughs> what, you know,
1: it's been ported. Did someone
3: port it to Windows 10? No, someone this ported is... it, and it completely works now with the DRM included, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Media Center? what this is doing yeah. Yeah. is instead of having to do UWP crap, mm-hmm. which is what we had before. Mm-hmm. So if it was universal Windows platform, you could run it on ARM okay. if you were stupid enough to buy the cheap Surface. This is going to be native support. You will be able to run full Windows apps, no issues whatsoever. You're not dicking around with Windows RT; it's proper Windows. And they've sort of done this before with uh, Windows on Windows when they went from x86 to x64.
1: Yeah, so they're just they're just virtualizing an
3: emulator. Yeah, they're virtualizing the whole layer, Hmm. and so they're they're going to be doing it, but for ARM. Hmm. Uh, it's still sort of a rumor level, but honestly, you look at it, you read through how many people are talking about how much work's gone into it. We're going to see it.
0: Is this s- for server level stuff, or is this the consumer? Level. everything?
3: Or Windows Phone with an x86 <laughs> processor because you <laughs> like really warm ear,
0: maybe? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, Intel backed out of x86 for phones. Yeah. Microsoft oh, yeah. pretty much backed out of phones. Microsoft too. pretty much backed that's, out of phones. This, this has got to be like. Are they making? Are they are they worried about Chromebook taking over some of the low cost ARM at based least that's devices? What looking at. Most a lot of Chromebooks are Intel though. Yeah, I, yeah, they're Intel. Yeah, but Chromebooks. Microsoft yeah, yeah. As
3: really what Surface started out as was sort of a little promo sure. thing to say hey we could do it and Windows RT. I honestly thought it was going to die. I was wrong. It's turned into a huge market. Intel's got to be looking at it and going shit, yo we well, could do
0: that. Intel's on in all of the surfaces. Yeah, Intel's on all the surfaces now. Also true. But, but I, I mean, it's got to be like I, – I guess like tablets maybe? Like you want a tablet that normally run thinking.
3: Android to run full Windows for some reason?
0: I mean the idea of running full Windows makes total sense to me regardless of the device, right? Because I think like Android, as you know from using the Lenovo book, Android as a productivity platform – Still has a lot of wah, wah, growth to do. I'm, I'm saying it more politely than you. has, has, has some growth vectors to address? Um,
3: as, as Scott keeps hoping, it could also lead to a set-top box, and we do get some sort of Windows Media Center back again. Mm. It would be nice. I, I kind of miss it.
0: yeah. It, w- it was handy. we'll see. We
3: and every once in a while, Microsoft sort of mumbles, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do phones again.
0: Yeah. hey did you guys know samsung These guys over here did you guys know samsung had a pc business yeah yeah they make laptops. yeah i haven't seen a samsung they make, device they, yeah. they make
1: they make pretty nice laptops that don't usually come with samsung ssds installed
0: yeah
1: that seems dumb it does
0: um yeah they, they got the samsung section at the best buy They're, their ultrabooks are actually pretty nice yeah. really yeah. yeah i've seen their I, okay. I, I actually, I would have, th- I would have said that they didn't sell them in the U.S. No, that's, that's wrong. Oh, they, they, sell they do. Them. Yeah, they sell them. Yeah, U.S. like their their laptops are actually like pretty well constructed. Do they do any Decent desktop things? side stuff? Mm, I don't know. Probably. Do yeah, know? like nice. those all
2: in ones. You know, with the uh, big uh, Samsung uh, okay. screen okay. that's got the low oh, yeah. power Intel in the back.
0: Yeah. You know. So the rumor going around is that Samsung is in talks with Lenovo for Lenovo to buy the uh, PC division of Samsung. Uh, Samsung denies said rumors. Lenovo just wants to buy up every like. It just doesn't seem if like. If you're selling, Lenovo's buying. Yeah. Think Samsung is not a thing. company
1: to sell their stuff off, right?
0: It depends. You know, just, you are, you call like, are they IBM making one? money or how much money are they losing yeah. on their PC division? Yeah. Uh, and I would also question like, what does Lenovo get out of it? Samsung can't have very big market share. No, I don't in see the what PC they. World. I don't
1: see what they would get out of it.
3: Really. Uh, yeah. Discounts on SSD or other uh, sort of part but, purchasing, but no,
1: that's the thing. If it's their laptop division, it's just like it's
0: true. It's separate.
3: Even
1: even Samsung's laptop division doesn't get discounts from Samsung's SSDs.
0: Like Biohazard says that the Samsung does make Chromebooks as well. Oh yeah, yeah. they they actually make yeah. a oh. lot of the good Chromebooks. Hmm. Would Samsung I can't sell what the Galaxy line? Though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, don't know. like some sort of a design patent
3: on a shell a hinge a something
0: the only reason that makes sense to me is that samsung just doesn't want to be in that business like ibm didn't want to be in that business anymore so they sold thinkpad to lenovo
1: scott said samsung just sold their printer division which i didn't know they had oh yeah they did have printer division (laughs) to uh, hp so i guess they are selling i
0: mean it sounds like to me that would that would indicate then that they just kind of don't want to be in that consumer pc space
1: yeah
3: I mean, I'd imagine Which they're making.
0: Mean you didn't know they were in it, so. I mean, the Correct.
1: income. You know, the income from their <laughs> SSD thing just is probably dwarfing all the other computer-related stuff. Well,
0: from I mean, right computer-related so. maybe. Yeah. But I mean, not TVs just or a huge like that, but, entity, right? And yeah. So their their laptop Chromebook sales have to be this minute portion of it. So. Uh,
3: maybe they just need a bunch of quick and easy cash to pay for some certain heat-related incidents. Yeah, they need to pay for some recalls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shipping a washing machine and a dryer isn't cheap.
0: True. So I liked this story a lot, Jeremy. You wrote about a handcrafted fifteen-meter die size uh, processor, not this, nanometer, not th- millimeter. This is amazing. The fifteen-meter. What? What am I looking at? The mega processor.
3: Yes, uh, that is exactly what you're looking at.
0: What, what, what this was
3: uh, the work of love of a computer scientist who wanted to blow up a computer to the point where you can walk through and visualize data running through it, a program running through it.
1: Everything has like sci-fi style LEDs connected to it. Yeah, like so you can actually watch the processing happen. But instead, instead of the fake sci-fi LEDs that just randomly blink, this is the actual bits, no, so the actual anything. Yeah.
3: Like you're actually I mean, watching
1: the bits go through the ALU and stuff like that. Yeah.
3: yeah. Wow. So the, the transistor counts are fifteen thousand three hundred on the core, not 15, billions. Okay. Fifteen thousand. Yeah. Yeah. And the memory twenty seven thousand, but those are also uh those counts include the LEDs, because they've got one for one on the LEDs because as Al says, it's showing the actual yeah. ones and zeros you see everything. And through there.
0: Yeah. So it's a forty two thousand transistor total yeah. CPU. Weighing half a ton. All right. What? So, what kind of compute can it do?
3: Uh, it runs about 25 kilohertz. Yeah,
0: so it's faster than it's me. It's got still.
3: 256 yeah. bytes of RAM and ROM. It's based on the old Turing design. Huh.
0: Huh. It's at the Center for Computer History in Cambridge. So you can I, visit it. I, that, that makes I have sense been to Cambridge. Turing-related. Uh, wait. I've been to that computer history museum. I bet you have. That it's wasn't like there. The, at the time. computer museum. Yeah, wow. it's
1: the instruction set. The
3: primary one. That's pretty cool. And uh, the website actually gives you the uh, assembly code to write programs for it. So not only can you go and watch a random program running through it, you can write your own damn program, submit it, and see it run through it.
0: Somebody give me a benchmark. Hey, we're the gonna bench just <laughs> 3D mark. 3D mark that thing. Can I put that program or the internet on it? I want to. Yeah. I want the Cinebench R15 score for this <laughs> processor. have zero zero. Do you have <laughs> five years. <laughs> Maybe we could uh, estimate based on one section of the render, and then uh, estimate a score. Twenty-five
1: based on kilohertz. My Commodore 64 was one megahertz.
0: Yes. And this is 25 kilohertz? This is 25 kilohertz.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> now you really have a perspective of yeah. the speed oh, of yeah. this it's thing.
3: <laughs> oh, no. But you oh, also no. want to be able to watch it go through. And oh, sure. And it's doing a megahertz, it's going to be kind of hard to track. Actually, 25
1: kilohertz yeah. is still going to be hard to it's follow you know, your stuff going through it. Because you're trying to watch the math happen. You know, so it's like... I bet you it can has you like. Clock it. I bet you it has a stepper.
0: <laughs> oh, where you can pause it. Yeah, and I, have I a bet step you can. I function? bet you can actually yeah. hit the clock
1: manually yes, on it yeah, if you is. wanted to. Yeah,
0: and, and as
3: much as you know, I'm impressed by what people have done in Minecraft, like working hard drives, working RAM, working this is, X86 This is processor. A real. This is a real
0: Minecraft resource. So <laughs> What's he using as the interconnect? Is it just wire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just using wire, normal re- copper, like speak. Like, just I went to Best Buy. About They're ribbon speaker, cables.
1: It's got just a bunch of ribbon well, cables between each section.
0: It's not just
3: ribbon cables. They look they, like, like IDE cables. a wire with metal teeth punched through it. If you read through it, oh. uh, as always, <laughs> one of the most amusing parts wow. of this is the fails. The stuff that went wrong. <laughs> the teeth that sort of punched through an extra wire and caused a short. Uh, the yeah. dry solder <laughs> joints that didn't quite keep. <laughs> mm-hmm. The solder joints that had a little bit too much solder on it. The vacuum cleaner that ESD'd and killed a bunch of it.
0: I mean this is I the like kind of the stuff- division the arithmetic and logic unit the a l u here's an a l u yeah here's oh. your special purpose registers huh. i o decoding state machine, and what does it say status flags, and then your general purpose registers, and then I guess this one over here it's, is there's all your, memory memory yeah there's your memory, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: there's your memory.
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's awesome and and he said in here I, and as you put in the story that he built it to or no, this was a quote that they built it. To show the public how computers work, and this is perfect yeah. for that. The idea of trying to understand a five billion transistor processor—I, I, I, this is something they have to teach when you go to school for EE, right? Like you don't start with the five billion transistor yeah. GPU. No, you say, this is how you Ford, make a processor. Move on. The school should start yeah. with yeah. something
1: like this after a few hours of coursework, right? Like, this thing and should then be t- there.
0: and walk you through yeah. the stepper, yeah, of how that works. I mean, this
1: yeah. should actually be there,
0: you know? Like I like to see them like a software emulation of this that you could watch occur, right? A soft, Get a four gigahertz processor to do a software emulation of a 25 kilohertz processor so you can watch the lights move virtually. I
3: think that exists. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, yeah it's, it's called Minecraft. Sorry. True. Yeah. It is called Minecraft.
0: I've seen people build, you know, we've seen the calculators that people have built. Oh, in, no,
3: They've gone as far as like a working x86 processor.
0: In Minecraft,
2: in Minecraft, you, in yes, Minecraft, you walk yeah. in, you hit a really? lever, and
1: yeah, that's a thing. Oh, oh, it's insane! Where everything is lit up, and you can see like buses built out of Minecraft blocks and crap like
0: that. I need to get more free time. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's pretty cool. Uh, that is the what? What is? What do they they call it? The mega processor? Yes. All right. So check out the story on PCPro.com. It will be in the show notes, guys, if you want to take it out. All right. uh, We're time to get to our hardware-software picks of the week. Uh, I have two this week that I'm going to steal with. Um, Both of them are streaming media-based. Today, DirecTV announced DirecTV Now, um, which is a competitor to Sling TV, essentially. It is a streaming-only TV service with both live and on-demand video. Um, and they have a pretty good collection of channels. Um, the special they're running with launch is for thirty-five dollars a month. You get a, what is it, like one hundred and twenty channels? Ken, hundred channels?
1: Uh, yeah, hundred plus? I think hundred plus term. is what they market. this it you're not even a Directv customer? You're not a Directv you're just, customer at all. Okay, so you're just
0: it's Joe just, Schmo this, off the street, cord yep. cutter guy. You, you got to have internet. Uh, they don't care who it's from. Okay, this is what you buy, and then it's five dollars a month to add on HBO. To that which is cheaper than okay. hbo now by itself which is 15 bucks a 15 month. bucks a month yeah um and i signed get, up for do you it you get locals you do so that's the that's the, the only thing that irks me is you do not get locals okay you get abc and cbs and fox but you not in the, NBC, you get the generic. on demand. Yeah, you get the on demand. So yeah. you can watch it the next day type of stuff through it. Oh, you okay. only
3: get locals if like ABC owns that your affiliate. market. Like if you live in
0: New York or LA. Oh, okay. Right. Since it, I look, Cincinnati is not one of those no. markets. It's only like 25 markets yeah. in yeah. the whole country that, that, that are listed that way. Yeah. Now, the alternative, as Kim pointed out to me and other people on Twitter pointed out, is you get rabbit Ears, you get Antenna, you go OTA. The problem is you have to change inputs. You now have a different interface, right? It's not part of the guide. Well, your interface
3: is the TV remote.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, So wait, so how are you – So you interact with this. So how do you use DirecTV now? It's uh, through your web browser uh, or through an Apple TV, a Fire TV, a Fire Stick, a Chromecast – uh, which is they, supported by they, Android Today and iOS. And they're and trying to roll the app out to other like smart TVs, I guess, and stuff like that. Uh, they haven't mentioned Probably. smart TVs specifically. Um, they have a deal where if you prepay one month, uh-huh. so $35, so bucks, 35 bucks. you get a Fire TV stick for free. Oh, okay. If you prepay three months, $120. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, mm. 105 yeah. yeah. If it's $120 because I had HBO on mine, you get an Apple TV for free. Which version of the Apple TV? The new one, the fourth gen. So it's actually a deal because you're getting... That's a real deal. It's $150 for for the Apple TV. Yeah. Um, So for $120, which is what I did, I signed up for three months with HBO for $120, and they're going to send me an Apple TV. Cool. Uh, I already have a Fire TV at my house, and I went home for dinner, uh, installed the app, and ran it, and it works fine. I'll have to check my... The image quality is actually pretty good. I'm going to be honest with you. My TV service image quality kind of sucks. Your regular DirecTV? No, I don't have DirecTV. I have have FiOptics. So it's low bit. It's like 8 megabit video stream. And this might be exceeding that. Uh, I guess I could just look on my router and see. Um, And and so it seems pretty good. Now, the experience is different between apps. Like uh, on the Fire TV, you can't watch TV while you browse through the guide. Mm -hmm. Uh, On your phone, you can. On the web browser, you can. I wonder – so with it, Fire TV, they have to count for
3: the Fire Stick, which is a lower power. Lower It might be an one. issue yeah, with compute capability on it, yeah. I bet on the Apple TV
0: you can.
1: Yeah, it might Apple be. Apple TV should be able to. I wonder if that app is on the older version of the Apple TVs like that other it just, people just probably have. To,
0: have. I, yeah, it, just, it doesn't list a hardware revision as a requirement. It lists a software version as a requirement. So if the third gen could support whatever version they require, then yeah. you can do it.
3: The, um, they also say it's coming to Roku and uh, TV apps. Into okay.
0: smart TVs? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. And and I think one of the benefits to this, if you're an AT&T customer, is that is your wireless data not – this doesn't go against your wireless data. It really isn't. I think. Oh, oh, wireless. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like your your LTE data. That's pretty good. Th- I don't know if that's the case. I would assume well, that would be the case, part of the DirecTV AT&T. Yeah, it is the case. Well, it's not good because it's violating net neutrality. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I yeah, that's a debate but for a different time. They're not charging me more as a Verizon customer, but they're giving it to you cheaper. Yeah, but if as you're an, an AT&T, AT&T customer.
3: customer who wants to use Sling TV instead of paying AT&T more money, it then
1: uses you're your data more. Screwed. Correct, correct. Yeah, that's true. But you're subject to the same limit that you are for everything
0: else, other than it's pretty cool. Like I said, 100 thing. plus channels, and they're not like all weird channels you've never heard of. You know, um, and the idea of getting live, except for the locals, is good. It's the locals that keep me from. Like canceling my TV service completely Um, because I would be able – like I don't have any problem switching to OTA. But like when my mom comes over to babysit my daughter, do I want to explain to her if you want to watch A&E or DIY network, switch it to this and then oh use this Fire TV remote. But when you want to watch NBC, switch it over to this input and use this remote. You'd
1: have to creatively program your harmony.
0: Yeah, Um, So that's pretty cool that's DirecTV now. And it's so weird because there's an AT&T logo inside the O for the now. It just weirds me out. And then uh, also new, Netflix-enabled offload downloading, offline downloading. Is that the right way to say it? Downloading videos to your device for offline offline viewing. viewing. Yes, there you go. For some shows. Uh, Which is something I've always wanted. Uh, Yeah, it's not for all shows. It's not just their content, though. It's other content, so it seems like they're just kind of slowly working that in. I imagine there will be some that will never allow it. Um, but, like, I've never watched House of Cards before. Um, and so once I finish The Wire, all five seasons of The Wire, I which I was downloading on my Amazon take device, I'll go through House of Cards because I can now download it to my tablet and take it with me on flights, that type of thing. So pretty cool. Something people have been asking for for a long time, and I'm 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 glad it's there. Cord cutting is becoming more of a thing. Although, it is. you're still – like paying DirecTV, yep.
3: which is and you still the people pay, you were getting correct, from. But, correct.
0: And you you're know. still paying for internet, right? So it's like but – you, but you're always paying for internet. It's what, like for me, I have – here's my debate, right? I have Cincinnati Bell. I have phone, TV, internet, all through the same people. It's bundled, so it's less expensive than yeah. buying them all individually. If I cancel my TV service, how much does my internet go up? That's what I have to think about, right? And if I – oh, I cancel my home phone line. Now I'm only internet. Now does my rate? go up to yeah and it's like okay well now you got how much and now i'm adding 35 on top of that for uh uh this direct tv now type of thing now oh oh, it turns out I'm at the exact same amount i was at before right these guys are thinking about that they're not going to just give away money so it's just just about balancing it if you have a wi-fi if you have a neighbor with good (laughs) wi-fi you just steal it this is the the best deal (laughs) it's the best deal hope just don't use their one terabyte of bandwidth cap if you're on comcast all right uh sorry jeremy what do you got
3: well since you spent all this time talking about things that won't be available in canada for Mm. years if ever sorry and our over the air digital transmission barely exists our over the air analog transmission was legislated out Mm -hmm. a couple years ago Mm -hmm. yeah i'd love to cut the cord but i wouldn't even be able to get local let alone good netflix canada Loft apartment so, over a really great something party. something you are allowed to have in Canada, which is probably subversive, and you should go for it. Uh-huh. uh The Humble Bundle for books this time huh. is freaking amazing. If you've got uh, a cousin, a son, a daughter, someone in the family that's kind of young, and you want to corrupt them and get them into STEM, for 15 bucks you can get... An obnoxious amount of projects for DIY
1: satellite
0: platforms. <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> seems reasonable. Wow, yeah, you can. So there are balloons that'll launch it up into a slowly degrading orbit. You can hit geosynchronous or, or geostationary, but
1: comms and control a, and instruments for amateur space. That's awesome.
3: Like th- this is surviving a orbit I wish we had when we were kids. <laughs> Because we were allowed to play with this stuff when we were kids, and like, hey, fun with propane—it's good for every child. Here's uh, one called "Make
0: Fire." <laughs> yeah, that's fun with Fire. propane.
1: Hey Ken, if you pay eight bucks more, you unlock uh, environmental monitoring with Arduino.
0: I don't care yeah. about the
3: environment, so you can see how much damage you've done to the environment yeah, with your. Yeah, That's why. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. But to make sure I, you're a lot of this yeah. has some really good basics, uh, and sort of read through it to understand what you're trying to do. But the vast majority of it is project based.
0: Illustrate so guide to home biology experiments. Yeah,
3: here, here's your parts list. Here's the way to put it together. Or here's your <laughs> back bi- in my so day back, they back, used to call
0: that something else.
1: Back in my day, the chemistry sets were actually hazardous.
3: <laughs> yeah, and these guys actually do sell some of the more hazardous kits again. Sweet. They, they found certain ways to find niche markets where you are allowed. to... eBay, now, uh, divide up, up your
0: ingredients per order. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because all I've seen the
0: chemistry sets.
1: There might, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: But the chemistry this book found on, on the bookshelf of Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> no, there isn't oh, uh, any knife no. sharpening or cooking in this one whatsoever. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought the biology experiments might have been, but. Well... Maybe I'm towards this, the advanced part in the latter. Oh, yeah, okay. But hey, it's dirt cheap it's 15 bucks to get everything they're all ebooks and so yeah if if you've got a kid a young teenager you're trying to convince hey being a geek is kind of fun yeah and this is why
0: very cool i like it get my daughter just a little bit older you know so she can actually read and uh there you go
3: i got something for her too if i can't find something next week i'll i think i picked it before but i'll pick it again all
0: right uh josh you are
3: up
2: next Sandboxy. Okay. So I've heard of that. Uh, you know, and, and if you're going to try to sandbox something that you're not entirely sure about, that uh, you don't want it to really affect your operating system, you can utilize this instead of, you know, having to create a, a VM or, you know, if you're just using Windows 10 hmm. and, and um, you know, so when I was looking at testing,
0: when I was looking at wheelchair prices for my dad, and mm-hmm. I did not want that wheelchair company to send me an email eight minutes later. Uh, so you could have, have installed
2: Sandboxy uh-huh. and then installed Chrome in there uh-huh. and then gone to that place. Well, and, uh, yeah, it wouldn't have uh,
1: gotten any of your
2: yeah. information.
1: It's kind of like an API filter.
2: That's
0: sort what this of. is? Yeah.
1: Okay. It's not a full VM, but it just gives you a pseudo layer of, like, you know... Kind of like Windows on Windows,
0: hmm, okay. Stuff. How much is it?
1: I think that um, it's free
2: for like non-commercial. Free for a lot of home use, and then it's inexpensive for
0: twenty bucks a year. It says. Yeah, yeah. And is it quick to like fire it up? It's just like yeah. a, it's like an app. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Lifetime license for three computers is forty nine ninety five. I thought there was a free free version. let will see if free free version. Huh. Mm, hmm. mm, 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 mm. Nope, don't see it. Oh. If you do not agree to these terms, you may continue to use sandboxy free of charge as long as you're not in violation of any of the conditions of the end-user agreement.
1: I think it's just like business use, basically. I, like,
0: uh, I don't understand what that means.
3: <laughs> it means you get a nag screen saying, we'd like you to give us money. But there's but no place to download uh, it.
0: It's because, just, because
1: some of the demographic that is a person that uses that kind of thing is also a person that doesn't want to submit their personal information to any company at all including
3: can i mail sandboxy. you non-sequential
0: <laughs> bills in an unmarked envelope to an undisclosed please location. send me a 3.5 inch floppy set back
1: but don't send it to this address send it to this po box po box yeah which i will check and in different clothing every day every other day
3: I will carve a portions of a blockchain into <laughs> woods and mail.
0: Wood. <laughs> All right, Alan, what do you got?
1: Uh, so, you know, I'm old I and do uh, yeah. and uh, I I'm, know like I'm probably mobile. like a year ago or something, I made this my pick these uh, thin optics, the little reading glass yeah, things yeah, yeah, you yeah, throw on old, every so often. Yeah, your old person glasses. I got yeah, it. Yeah, old person glasses. Uh, Shut up. But the the problem is that... They they have a case that those slide into they kind of fold mm-hmm. and then they slide into this real thin case that's supposed to be like a wallet. Can you
0: steal those from somebody at CS?
1: Well, they were handing them out. That's but, what I meant. Yeah.
0: Okay. I was yeah. making Sure.
1: Um, but then I bought two more pairs. Sure. So you know. Um, now they make them in a. Uh, it's the same. The glasses are the same exact way, but they just fold differently, and it's a key fob.
0: Look at that guy. First of all, that set of keys is not actually on that desk. Yeah. And those glasses are not on his face. That's that's totally photoshopped. (laughs) (laughs) Neither on this guy's face. So they fold up inside this thing that's like. They kind of do like an overlap fold thing.
1: But no. um, but the 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 uh, piece of metal that connects nice. both sides, like both halves of the glasses,
0: uh, is yeah. Switch see? glasses. Yeah, it's, you mess
2: with me, Vato.
0: Yeah. Uh. Let me look, Let me get a better look at you. <laughs> let me try to remember your face. I can't tell face. if you're messing with me or not. I can't see. How come every time they take them out of them, they're incredibly dirty, crusty? <laughs> because the dude's like fingerprints all over
1: it and crap like that. I guess I don't know.
0: Look at that. Come on, dude. See how dusty those are? He grabs this it with the his... This is the twentieth take. Yeah, probably. Those were clean. That's that's dusty as hell. It's man. the same footage over
3: and over again.
0: I know. I you know, that's true. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's true. Not Photoshop. I mean, it's a Not pretty it's
0: a it's a pretty cool
1: idea. It's just you know if you Other than if you <laughs> need if you're um, <laughs> now the kid obviously didn't need any freaking... see that's the that's the regular case. Okay. Yeah. Right. Which they Stop say you can glasses, like
0: glasses, kid.
3: Oh, replacements forever.
1: Uh, that's true. Yeah. So if they if they break on you, they'll just like let's try it. Let me see your glasses. <laughs> well, yeah.
3: Well, the real Snap. question is, did you put some of the rubber nubbins on it so that it doesn't scratch the desk? No, when you
1: put them oh, down? no, that's I didn't good. put rubber yeah. nubbins on it. Uh,
0: Twenty-five bucks is not bad.
1: No, it's not bad, and
0: like that's you know, they work. Price.
1: And I just like that they're small to enough it. to where you're not like. You know, having to walk around with a set of reading glasses, like a full size. Set, How come you, you don't know.
0: have to have a prescription to get reading glasses? Do you have to, have to have a prescription Does to get regular glasses. They sell them at London Drugs. That's yeah, only a magnifying thing.
1: That's all it's doing.
3: It's like buying a magnifying glass and looking through it. Yeah.
1: Mm. That's what the 1.5. Oh, thank goodness I'm only a 1.5 strength, whatever, right now. And don't need to be like crazy.
0: Don't you know, worry. They've me if, they if do you go more up,
3: than just 1.5. They've
0: got 2 and 2.5.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, good. I mean, 1.5 is. I'm gonna look at this picture know, a little bit closer. Hang on. If you're
1: 2020, 20, normally like on 1.5 will help you get pretty oh, close. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah, totally not fake. Is that? Is that? Yeah, that's totally, totally not fake. fake. Oh look, look at that. Wow. Nice. It's it's like it's not only the field they, board. these are uh, they're magic because they present no shadow. Yeah, they're like vampires. No, there's a tiny shadow there. I don't it think so. It has nothing
3: to do with the actual picture, but. A tiny oh, shadow. maybe oh, you're around right. the case. There's a tiny drop shadow.
1: I like how the bokeh and is totally like the opposite.
3: Yeah, of, of Tasha, your keys the... interpolate with the desk; they may become blurry.
0: Yeah, the, the paper that it's on is completely blurry, but don't worry. The, the, <laughs> the, the key logo bob. is not. It's, <laughs> it's tilt shift. It's because they're
1: using they're using those glasses oh, to look it. at them in the picture.
0: Oh, I see. I see. I see. So
1: they're 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 much clearer. Yes. <laughs>
0: I think, no, I don't, no, no, I think that's those are fake. photoshopped. That's fake. That's uh, definitely fake. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> Yes. No, it's definitely Yeah, I yeah,
1: know those are photoshopped on there. See how
0: happy they, might they might not be photoshopped. See how happy paint. they look? No, they it's don't definitely paint. fake.
3: No, that was MS Paint. Yeah. Oh,
0: and oh, but they do looking, have the case on the back of the tablet. At, they're looking at this Lenovo phone. This, <laughs> right here the a tango. This, <laughs> this cleverly unbranded iPad mini. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. And they're really camping, too, because she's got the metal coffee cup. Right there. Oh, okay. I
2: got it. Probably she made her big beans Is the horizon there. on the wrong side? If they have
0: the <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. If you're they right. have the case oh. on the back of the stupid tablet, why would they Photoshop on the glasses? Because they had to set up the. You shoot. don't think they photoshopped that on the tablet? Well,
2: oh, come on. It's not okay. a shoot, it's stock photography. See, see
0: how noisy the tablet is, but the case yeah, is not uh, you're noisy. Right. Not noisy. You're right. not noisy. That's the least My, my sleuthing is done for the day. All right, everybody. That is going to round up uh, our show for the week. Um, we'll be back uh, next week. It'll be December. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I, won't, I lied. I won't be here next Wednesday. Good job. talking. Okay. No, wait. No, I will be. Make up your mind. You toying with my. Emotions? I won't be here on the seventh. The that next is, one's the, that, not, is, is the that the same. next one. Yeah. I won't be here.
1: I won't be here on the seventh. Yeah, that's next Wednesday. Okay, good to know.
0: It's just a week away. Uh that's kind of scary. It's kinda scary actually. Yeah. So such is life. Let's get it over with. Uh thank you everybody for joining us. pcpercom slash podcast is the URL. I would encourage you. I would encourage everybody to share it with all their friends and neighbors um so that uh you know they can also take advantage of the knowledge that we checking, have checking the patreon i did we didn't have any other ones uh, just uh, cody just cody today only only cody only cody loved us enough today that's fine but thank you to everybody who is already an existing patron i'm not asking you to increase it uh if you're not comfortable with it that's don't do that just because of the podcast we're we're we're, we're fine uh slash podcast urls to the videos the audio the rss uh all that type of stuff um And uh, that's it. Uh, All the information is there, guys. I got nothing else for you. So we'll see you next week, most of us. I'm Ryan Shrout. I'm Jeremy Holstrom. I'm Josh Walrus. And I'm Alan Malbentano. Did Josh just say Walrus? If you enjoyed this content, consider supporting in-depth technical content by contributing at patreon.com slash pcper.